The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Oh, it's the boss, Jimmy. It is the boss. When I was a kid, my only wish was to get my line in hell. I remember when he first started. Yeah, back when he was an employee. <laughs> <laughs> and then he became the boss. Yeah, do you know how uh, Bruce Springsteen actually got the nickname The Boss? Not really. Don't quote me, okay? But back in the 60s when he was playing like uh, local nightclubs and gigs like that, he actually took it upon himself to go out and to collect their funds Uh-oh. for uh, performing. And then he would distribute it uh, between the band members. And so hence he got the nickname The Boss. But... For years upon years, the man hated the nickname The Boss, kind of despised it. Until? Well, because he hates corporate America. Everybody knows that about Bruce Springsteen. Very uh, political. Uh, anyways, this song is Bruce Springsteen uh, with every wish. But after years, he came to kind of like the term, you know, for different reasons. And now sometimes when he goes on stage, I've seen him in concert. Now that's a lie. Um, he actually does refer to himself as the boss. And that came in a song by Casey Kasem called <laughs> Who is the Boss? Okay. But uh, in this week's revolution, we are actually talking about mid to late season fishing tactics. And we're kicking this whole thing off with Cat Daddy. Hey, Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Well, I'll tell you what, it's called smoke on the water. Smoke a little smoke, huh? Deep <laughs> <laughs> purple. Oh, oh, oh nice. Ooh. I like no, where this I'll is going. That, uh, we was out to my old favorite lake, Old Banner, again. Oh, yeah. That's okay, though. That's a hot spot for you, and it works for you. So, hey, yep. can you imagine how many fish are in that lake if you go out there every day? You know how many fish in that lake hate you? Really? <laughs> you know, the ones serious. that got away love me, I tell you that. So, what's now, happening, Banner? We were out here this morning and had some clients. Uh, uh, Al Ward, that owns the uh, Taco Casa here in Topeka, Kansas. Oh. Lord knows he gets enough of my money. Yeah. <laughs> Lord knows if you need a good taco, stop by the Taco uh, Casa. R- real good food. And, uh, yeah. We took him and a partner his named Mark out. And, you know, they they booked for a half-day trip, which is a wise thing to do right now for oh, yeah. you know, 150 bucks. Shoot, I can take you out there and put you on your limit of fish, and we're back home by 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. And oh, that's what you want to be when it's uh, 112 outside, you oh, know? Man, I'm telling you, you know, the weather changed like, like overnight. The cool, cool front we had come in, it had, you know, all the steam on the lake this morning about 515. Mm-hmm. It was just blowing across the lake. You could cut it with a knife if it was so thick. Really? Wow. Right then, right then I knew we were going to have a good day, man. And, you know, it didn't take but just to drop that pole in the water of some old, old Buck's Cat Slayer booger bait. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 boy, it was on like Donkey Kong now, I'm telling you. Now, what time in the morning are you getting out there? Well, I'm rising out of the old rack of sack here about 3.30 and oh, shaking man. the dew off, and I'm sitting on the water at 5 o'clock. Holy cow. It's still dark now, 30 out there. Yeah, I mean, it's really dark. Oh, yeah, I tell you what, I do pretty good for a blind man. <laughs> now, what is the water temp right now on Banner Creek? I mean, with these days, this is the dog days of summer. We're finally in them. I mean, it felt like that back in June, oh. but this is officially it. What is the water temp? 86. 86. That is like a bubble bath. Yeah. You know, I mean, really. <laughs> if, if Jim would stick his head in there and blow bubbles, you think it's the jacuzzi. Really? Oh, I, I stick one you end or the grab- other end. <laughs> <laughs> when you go, boy, when you grab them fish, you'd think, man, they come right out of the boiling pan. Yeah, they feel like they're poached already. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, but boy, I mean, we hammered some really nice fish today, all the way up to about eight, nine pounds. Oh, that's know, nice it, fish. It's just, 
phenomenal fishing out there. You know, when we went and cleaned them fish, they were full of, of nice hunks of bright yellow fat. Man, really? It's the healthiest daggone fish I've ever seen in any body of water in the state of Kansas. It's yeah. all that blue-green algae they're eating. There's a lot of stuff going <laughs> on around the state with the blue-green algae yes, now. Yes, a lot of stuff. Well, I tell you, it ain't, it ain't hit the old Banner Creek yet. The only thing out there is an overkill of shag, gizzard shad, boy, because they're, they're fat and they're eating good out there. Mm. Now, okay, let's go back to Buck's Cat Slayer real quick, all right? Now, when you buy this, do you buy it in a tub? Is it like a one-gallon, two-gallon, five-gallon tub? What is it? Well, when I get it, you know, I get it in a five-gallon bucket. Do you really? And I get six at a time, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. How much well, fishing you do you do? And, and, you know, when, when you buy uh, uh, four or more five-gallon buckets, he sends you a case of crackers along with it. <laughs> oh, you can't be that. Okay, so you get that out on the, out on the water. You got your Buck's Cat Slayer. You put a little between your cheek and gum. And then you put some on a hook. Now, when we're going to bait up our hooks, okay, how much of this do we use? Well, you know, I just have my clients just swing the rod over, and they got the old uh, Cat Daddy smoothie on the end of it, you know. And yeah. I throw her in the bucket and punk her down in there with a big old stick or a paint paddle, you know, and pull it up and tell them, there you go, and swing it out. I tell them, be sure you get it out of my boat now. <laughs> that stuff eats the paint right off my boat. <laughs> The and, thing uh, boy, they just drop it straight down where we're fishing. Man, we just, you know, it, it's just for that price and, and the amount of time we're out there, we've been limiting out every time we went out there, you know. And uh, some of the folks that catches them great, great big channel cats, and these are all channel cats, I kind of ask them if they throw them back, you know. Uh, they're the old lake studs, and uh, most generally most of them do, but some of them like to take them home because, hell, they never caught one that big before. And oh, yeah. Clean them up and eat them. But they're all good eating, though. Yeah, we're talking about uh, mid, uh, mid-summer or dog days of summer fishing. Now, what you're talking about at Banner Creek, is that pretty hold true all the way across the country for catfishing? Oh, yeah. You know, r- right now is just a, uh, just a evil, evil time for fishing, man. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a, uh, I say evil because they bite like the devil, man. Just, just wear you out. And, and, you know, uh, you can start you a bean hole or a weed hole or a, 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 a milo hole anywhere in any body of water, just as long as it's not in the regulations where they don't want you to, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple, two or three days of chumming that area and you go back, man, I'm telling you, spool a little of this out there, you know, here and there. It's just like slopping a hog. You'll have it going on in no time. And you, hey, whether you live here on one side of the state or clear on the other, it's time to do that because it's working everywhere. Yeah. You know, this past weekend, Jim and I actually traveled down to a Houston and uh, drove down there. And I'm going to tell you what, every body of water that we pass in river is way, way down. And we're talking to a guy and he says, I mean, they're having really good luck because, you know, the big old cats, they swim into these holes, the water drops and they can't get out. And so, well, I mean, you can get back in there and just find some monsters right now. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, another thing is that, uh, uh, the oxygen level in these low low rivers yes. and low lakes is, is is getting really bad for these fish. Mm-hmm. So so they're they're going to the deeper holes and laying down in there where it has a little more oxygen in it. And uh, the, boy, I I tell you, they're stacking. So uh, you're right. All them big fish are hitting down them holes, man. And uh, it's a good time to go catch them great big trophy fish too. You bet. Yeah. Now, what what size are you picking up right now? Oh, we're picking anywhere up from good eaters, you know, three, three and a half, four pounds, mm-hmm. all the way up to 18 to 21 pounds. <laughs> that's a hell of a nice channel catch. That, that's hooking there. into a stallion yeah. right there, you know. <laughs> Put that's that up, a nice that, spread. Hook that up to a buggy and go to town. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, when I do my seminars sometimes, uh, there's a guy by the name of Dawkin, Tom Dawkin. He's a dog specialist. Yeah, he's out of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah great guy. Good friend of mine, I Real good, real good old boy, and uh, sometimes uh, I'll ask him or one of his buddies or some of them other folks up there if I can borrow their lab, and I'll hook a big swivel on, onto their collar, and he'll get the other end of the uh, dock up there, at the, you know, where we're at on stage, and he'll say, hit it, boy, and I'll have someone come up and grab that rod, and I'll tell him, now, when that dog takes off and that drag sits on that rod, this is just like pulling in a big old flat or a blue cat. Oh, really? And I want you to try to reel that, reel that yellow lab back to you now. <laughs> it gives a whole new meaning to dog days of summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, it's an experience now, let me tell you. To simulate what it really feels like, I mean, that would be, 
extremely comparable. Well, it's the closest thing I could find besides hooking on the bumper of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Hook it onto a Ram truck. There That's you go. it. <laughs> well, excuse me, a Ram truck. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Cat Daddy, if we want to find out more about you and possibly book a trip, and I know you offer uh, night trips as well, uh, where can we head to online to do that? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, you can send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's right. want to ask him a question, uh, any type of inquiry, as long as it, if it's about bass fishing, God rest your soul, he will tear <laughs> you a new one. Anyways, you got to look him up online once again. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks. Ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N Jerky.com plus Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com and NRA blog at NRA blog. Com. But uh, Mr. Cat Daddy, thank you so much as always, buddy, for uh, coming on and uh, filling us in about these uh, mid to late summer fishing tactics, buddy. Appreciate it. Well, you boys take care and spend a real hoot of a show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, stick around because coming up next, we got Babe Winkleman. Plus, we're going to have Steve Panas, Tommy Scarless, and Unpro's Chance Orth as we dive further into the mid to late season fishing tactics right here on The Revolution. Yeah, we'll catch you after the break. We're pro-Second Amendment, and we're against anyone who wants to limit the amount of movie theater popcorn that one can possibly consume. We are the revolution, and you should look us up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. No! Don't take it away! Don't touch my popcorn. Mmm. That's good. Extra butter. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts Glory Ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field, strip, and reassemble. The Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22. Another American-made product from Ruger. The wheel of faith stopped and dumped you here again! This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Can you believe it's already the first weekend? No, second weekend. I'm second sorry. Weekend. That I, goes by so fast. I misspoke so quickly. Second weekend in we August. We about that on the break. I, we did. <laughs> I get my weekends confused. Uh, you know, great way to start the show, Cat Daddy. We heard before the break. Uh, if you're guy. just now tuning in, that is the best way to start a show. Any show. I don't care if it's Dateline. They should start with Cat Jay Daddy. Jay Leno should have Cat Daddy. I think it'd be great. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know, we're talking about a midsummer uh, fishing patterns, techniques, stuff like that on today's show. And we're going to be talking with Babe Winkleben. He's going to be joining us here in a second. He's going to phone us at... Uh, but actually, he's going to uh, divert uh, our, attention. Our, our, our attention from fishing. And he actually called in at 785-846-7647. Yeah, sorry, I dropped my pen. <laughs> I'm trying to make some notes. Actually, he's going to... We live on the 14th floor. Yeah, he's going to inform us about a Lyme disease. And anytime you're talking to Babe, you might as well be discussing fishing. Just uh-huh. say Babe Winkleman, you hear coffee and fishing. And fishing. And beards. And uh, he's, his beard is going to be joining us here in a second. And Babe <laughs> will follow in the second part of the interview. But um, we actually have a clip uh, we're going to play right now while we're waiting for Babe to call the studio. Um, Frank, you got the ready? All right, here it is. The Revolution. 
Revolution. This year may be one for the record books when it comes to tick bites. The perfect storm is brewing. Now, that was like a shameless plug, I think, for George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, the perfect storm. Yeah, sorry, we'll shut up now. A bumper acorn crop led to forests crawling with white-footed mice. The parasitic tick's preferred host, according to author of the book Lyme Disease, Rick Osfeld. The mice, because they feed the baby ticks and they infect them, are really important in producing lots of infected ticks that can bite us. Now, see, that's very interesting. I did not know that the white-footed mouse is actually the one that's that carrying is infecting the, the ticks. ticks. Yeah, see, I, I always thought it was vice versa. Around. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the tick would bite a mouse uh-huh. and then infect another tick, so on and so forth. But it's actually the the mouse in in the beginning uh-huh. that gets this whole ball rolling. Kind of interesting. The deer. Uh, don't infect ticks, as it turns out, and they do feed one stage, the adult stage, but they play a lesser role than a lot of people think. Now, see, I was always under the impression as well that a deer, I knew they didn't play like a significant role in this, but I always thought that they had something to do with, but it's a very uh, minor role, as we just heard right there. Deer ticks. Exactly, yeah. They didn't have a significant role, but it really seems to be a minor player in all of this. From southern Maine to Virginia, black-legged ticks, also known as deer ticks, abound. One in three of them carry Lyme disease. One in three ticks. Now, I haven't done a head count on ticks in a long time in the woods. How could you do that? You know, you got a crow count for pheasants. <laughs> what would you do, like a, a blood or, sucking or how count? How about the uh, Ducks Unlimited do a uh, duck count? How do you do that? How do you do a tick count? I think we ought to look into that. Uno uh, goes treos. <laughs> Jim needs to work on his Spanish. Well, Babe's now joining us at 70 Treos. 785-846-7647. You know, Babe, in the news, we hear about West Nile. We hear about uh, malaria. malaria. We yeah. hear about everything, but you're not hearing one single thing about Lyme disease, and I think it's a, a pretty darn shame, don't you? You see a lot of big things in the news about West Nile. Yes. You it, know, and, and yes, the guy's got to be conscious of it, but yeah, Lyme you, disease is, is such a terrible thing. And I want to start this by telling you guys a story. Okay. My one cameraman, Nate Berg, lives in Brainerd here, and, and the neighbor kid right next to him is, is uh, lives with a single mom, and the dad is gone, and, and the kid loves to fish and nobody to take him. So Nate just started... Uh, um, tutoring him a couple of years ago and mentoring him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we even had, did a show with the two of them wow. together, you know, because it's it's really cool of Nate to do that. And, and yeah. anyway, the boy got sick and his mother had been sick for about a year and a half and they kept treating her and treating her and nothing was helping. Hmm. Well, they found out that um, the mother has acute Lyme disease that had been misdiagnosed most of the, uh, for a year and a half, and they've treated her for everything but that. And now her son has Lyme disease as well. Central, North Central Minnesota is one of those areas with a tremendous pocket. Yeah, it's Lyme a hot disease, spot. But it's all across the country. Kansas is crawling where the other areas are. Anyway, this ladies, and that's what often happens, is that they misdiagnose it. Um, it happened in the case of an employee of mine years ago, about seven, eight years ago, Craig Terhark. So he went into the doctor and doctor said, no, no, he had the flu and give him some stuff. Yeah. I come back about two weeks later from a trip. And Craig was so crippled up, he could hardly walk. I said, Craig, you have Lyme disease, for God's sake. Didn't you get the test? He said, they wouldn't give me one. They said I had the flu. I said, you go in there and demand it. Yeah. Well, he got it, and he had uh, his was in stage three already. Oh, wow. Here's the problem. Lyme disease is spread by a type of bacteria called a spirochete bacteria. It's like the syphilis bacteria. It's very, very hard to kill mm-hmm. because it goes into the body, and once it gets working, it builds itself in the bloodstream, and then it gets to adult stages, and it leaves the bloodstream and crawls into the cartilage. Ooh. You can take all the antibiotics you want to, but if they're in the cartilage, you don't get to them. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you know, the thing I mean, is, it's, it's, it's as you say, it's everywhere. And, of course, right now, at this time of the year, everybody's out hunting, fishing, backpacking, camping, canoeing. Man, you've got to have a watchful eye and, and look in all well, the creepy, crawly places that they could go to. And, you to. know, it's like flu-like symptoms that you start feeling. Everything from headache, muscle soreness, fever. I mean, everything that you were saying this is something we don't want to take lightly. Now, babe, what can we do to be proactive to take certain uh, precautionary measures that this doesn't happen to more people? What can we do? Um, several things. Number one an edu- is educate ourselves better. About 70% of the people who get bit, they get a bullseye about the size of a, a big red rash, about the size of a silver dollar with a black dot in the middle of it, right where really? the tick bite was. 
Oh. But that's only 70% of the people. That means one-third of the people who get infected will not show that symptom. Mm. And wow. people are looking for that, and if they don't have that, well, then they think it was just a wood tick. When you get a bit and you got a wood tick embedded in you, save it, put it in a plastic bag, and freeze it. Oh, if really? you start getting headaches, nausea, sore joints, joint swelling up, fatigue, muscle aches, anything like that, have the tick tested. They can tell from the tick instantly, was it infected or not? Oh, really? than they can do a test on you. Wow. You know, just as vigilant as we are about sunscreen, you need to be the same way about some off. Put that stuff on. We're actually coming up on an ad break. So, babe, if we want to find out more about Lyme disease, how we can prevent this, like you said, I'm glad that you brought up about children. We, we, we certainly need to protect them and, and tell them about the seriousness of this. Where can we find you online to find out more about this? Um, well, I think if you just type in Lyme disease, you know, on the Internet. Yeah, sure, Google it. Um, you'd find a plethora of information. All righty. Hey, we've been talking with Babe Winkleman. Of course, he says, if you haven't got a tick, you better test for it. And then check him out on NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Great show. But we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Babe, thank you so much this for coming very on and for informing us uh, about this terrible disease. Thank you so much, friend. I just, you're, you're so welcome. I hope those listening take it serious enough to realize that this isn't just like a friggin' flu or something. That's right. You bet. You bet. This right. is life and death, or it sure can be. Hi, you bet, babe. Hey, coming up next is going to be uh, Lake Commando guy Steve Panaz. Commando! He ain't got no skimmers on, Jim! <laughs> All right, Steve Panaz, he's coming up next, and he ain't got no pants on. Stick around. Aquamira makes water safe to drink. With our affordable water filters, bottles, drops, and tablets, you won't worry about drinking bad water, even when there's nothing around but wilderness. Learn more at aquamira.us. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. When it comes to camping, I like to relax. But I was getting stressed about camp cooking. Then I discovered the Camp Chef Portable Outdoor Oven. This junior-sized oven works with a small propane bottle and is perfect for family camping trips. With a matchless ignition, heating up to 400 degrees, and space to put a 9 by 13 inch pan, I can cook cinnamon rolls for breakfast, casseroles for dinner, and pie for dessert. Look for the Portable Outdoor Oven at a store near you or online at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Blah, 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 blah. Translation, you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that means here are the boys. You know, when I'm having a crap day like today, Jim, I have a lot of crap days. I have uh, just come to realization that that's the way my life is. I'll bet you dream toilet paper. I do, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that roll of toilet paper you got in your office. Uh, uh, the, the, what is it? It's John Wayne toilet paper. We don't <laughs> take crap from anybody. <laughs> I don't take crap off of nobody. But um, anyways, you know, the only way I can really come out of a good funk, and I know you do this too, hop on YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> and just type in Bill Dance. Yeah. Okay. I just want to know how in the world this guy is still alive. <laughs> and he hasn't broken 9,000 bones too. <laughs> uh, we got a clip we're going to play. Uh, Frank, uh, go ahead. A rod that's lightweight, that's extremely sensitive. He kind of forgot about the fan. As only as Bill Dance could do. I love it. It's sensitive enough, and I felt that fan. Dead gummit! Dead gummit! Get another rod. But uh, get another rod, as he said. The man has broken more stuff yeah. in his life. I've seen him close them in tailgates. This man is a train wreck. <laughs> he is. Uh, anyways, you know, uh, during this past ad break, you know, on, on today's show, Jim, we're talking all about late summer fishing tactics. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about flipping a pitch, and there's a lot of misconceptions about flipping a pitch, and uh, it seems like it's more or less overanalyzed. And um, we, we've got a clip that uh, Frank has cued. Uh, we're going to play, and it's actually Denny Brower discussing it real quick. Once again, uh, Denny Brower uh, talking about uh, flipping a pitch. Take a listen. The revolution. The technique, if you've never done it before, have the bait about even with the reel. And this is the pitching technique. And just grab the back of the bait. And hang on to it. Don't let go of it. And as you raise the rod up, you let go of the bait. Just let it come out of your hand. Just like that. 
and upward motion of the rod will propel the lure out there. See, it's actually a very simple process. It is a simple process. But it's something you brought out, you got you got to tell us about that. Well, frankly, you know, the, the idea of what he did is as you raise the rod up, the pendulum goes out and yeah. you drop it. But because that motion, you, that motion, if you wanted that bait to stay right near that piece of cover that you're trying to hit, what you have to do is you have to feed more line out. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to start coming back to you, and it's going to be out of the strike zone then. Mm-hmm. So always make sure, at least I do, when I'm flipping it out, and I'm, I'm going through the motion right now just to show Trav, but I pitch it out, and then as it hits, I feed line. You feed more line to yeah, it. Yeah, and again, it goes right straight down. And then what you're looking for is that little line twitch is all mm-hmm. you're looking for. Now, also another thing is the faster you bring the tip of your rod up, the farther that's going to send uh-huh. your lure. Right. So you really got to watch the, the speed and the movement at what you do it. But you still have to have that extra line. And uh, so our phone lines are open. 785-846-7647. Trav, we're heading north. We are heading north. And you know what? Coming to a lake uh, soon near you is going to be Lake Commandos. Steve Panaz is going to be fishing naked. That's right. Birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Steve. How's He's it? going commando. How's it going, buddy? How you doing today? I am going to commando today. We're up on a lake in northern Minnesota uh, filming an episode of Lake Commando's Evershot. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Now, you got to tell us the premise of the show. This is so cool what you're doing, Steve. Uh, Jim and I already know, but you kind of feel our listeners in about uh, what Lake Commandos is all about. You know, one of the challenges is fishing a new body of water. Most oh, yeah. anglers today are, are superb technique anglers. They can jig, they can cast, they can uh, mm-hmm. you know, work crankbaits. What the biggest challenge for everybody is, is actually finding fish. And so the whole premise of the show is to take two knowledgeable anglers, dump them on a body of water they've never fished before or have never, you know, fished that species on, and tell them to go out and catch fish. You bet. Now, now, uh, this is a summer pattern. Now, have you had warmer weather up there uh, this year? We have here in the Midwest, and uh, that changes something, uh, doesn't it? Uh, I know it's not been as warm as Kansas and some of the other areas, but we've had temperatures up in the hundreds. Uh, I was on a different lake yesterday, and we had water temps in the low 80s. And wow. for Minnesota, that's insane. That's insanely warm. Uh, we're having some fish kills on some lakes up here. Uh, wow. Boobies and northern pike just can't handle the heat. And uh, it's driving the bass uh, back in tight to a lot of real shallow cover. And normally a deep weed edge is a good pattern this time of year for these natural lakes. But uh, we're finding fish up in the real heavy cover, uh, a lot of shaded areas, wood cover. Yeah, actually here in Kansas, the Satan has a summer home. Uh, he <laughs> likes it, you know, nice and warm. But on your show, are, are you going to be limited to certain species you can go after? Are we going to be able to use live bait? Um uh, are there going to be some guidelines in uh, your brand new show? You know, uh, the guidelines are we're going to fish all over the country. We're going to fish bass, smallmouth, largemouth, stripers. And wow. We're fish tight muskies, walleyes, bass. I mean, it's about everything. Oh, so, cool. Um, before we hit a body of water, we're going to post on Facebook on Fish Hound and, and our Lake Commando site that we're building right now. Yeah. A little lake profile. It's going to say we're on an 800-acre lake or whatever it is. The water clarity is this. It's uh a mesotrophic lake, or it's an oligotrophic lake, or it's a eutrophic, whatever the uh, the fertility level is, here's what the water quality is in terms of visibility. And we say, well, how would you approach this body of water? Yeah. So we're going to incorporate that within the show. And what's nice and what's really cool is on Pursuit Network, once these things air, we can actually talk about and request questions and feedback from viewers while the show is on. And that oh, present that information on air within the same show. Yeah, no, it, it seems that this is a, a fresh approach to uh, uh, an old age thing of fishing. And, and your sponsors, and who the heck are they and how do they like that? You know, Berkeley has been a big sponsor. We've got Yamaha coming on board, which is phenomenal. Yeti Coolers. Uh, is on board, and then Fishhound, the, the social media site with 350,000 Facebook fans. That's a wow. chance to really interact between a lot of avid anglers through the power of, of the internet. The best thing is just going to be whooping Steve, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, if you remember when we fished up there, it was for uh, fish tacos. That's right. And it that's seems right. that it seems that I had to buy every day. Well. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have never had fish tacos, those are excellent. Yeah. You know, that that should be uh, adopted more into American cuisine. Why don't they have those at Taco Bell? <laughs> but uh, now, um, when is this going to start airing on Pursuit Channel, Steve? We start uh, actually on Pursuit and Tough TV on uh, January 1st uh, of 2013. We're, oh, really? We're in the midst of production right now. I've got a great crew in place, and uh, 
I'm, I'm very excited about this. It's, it's really coming together well. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Steve Panaz. He's got a new thing called we got to buy underwear. No, it's Lake Commando. Now, Steve, uh, you said you're in process of building your new website. When this gets launched, uh, what a web address can we go to online to find out more about this? It'll be lakecommandos.com, and uh, we'll also have a, uh, a Facebook site uh, building. And really what I, my goal is to build the tremendous interaction with, uh, with the fans and uh, incorporate them as much as possible into the show and, and have as much dialogue with them as possible. All right, well, the countdown begins less than six months away on Pursuit Channel in January. Well, we've been talking with Steve Panaz, talk about Lake Commandos. Once again, look for it in January. Start start talking about it right now. Get on your own Facebook page, blog, whatever you have. Tweet about Lake Commandos with Steve Panaz. But we are the and Rev- send them underwear. Please, the man needs it. Uh, <laughs> looks up at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Plus, we're brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Plus, Ruger at Ruger.com. And High Mountain Seasonings, that is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Steve, man, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your brand-new program, Lake Commandos. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, guys. Friday. Hey, you're not going to believe this, but old Tommy Scarless is coming up. He's on deck. That's right. Hang in. We'll be right back. If you don't go to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, the pooch gets it. Just kidding. Every weekend morning, make NBC Sports Outdoors your destination for the best fishing shows and most respected anglers around. Got him! Beginning every Saturday and Sunday morning at 7 on the NBC Sports Network. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 20 jerky-making kits, 13 snacking stick flavors, and 13 varieties of sausage-making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks. Are you looking for a new pair of binoculars that you can count on? Check out the new Zeiss Conquest HD, a revolution in design, ergonomics, and optics. The all-new HD lens system offers clear and crisp images with true brilliant colors and are covered by Zeiss's five-year no-fault policy. Check out Zeiss.com sports for more information. You know what's a great show? Good show. You're listening to The Revolution. It looks human, but of course that doesn't mean a thing. With Jim and Trav. Yo ho ho! We are back. Uh, before the break, we heard from Steve Naz, uh, Mr. Steve Naz, that the Lake Commando guy, Lake Commandos. Once again, it is premiering uh, first part of January, yeah, 2013. That's going to be a great way to kick off the year. But you know, I, uh, you and me, going fishing in the dark, light on our backs, nitty gritty dirt band, where the cool grass blows. That is such a great song. Uh-huh. Uh, came out in uh, 1986 or seven? I think 87. Yeah, great song. But, uh, talking about great song, that was a terrible segue. Um, you just got back from Canada, the land of the unknown, yeah. the perilous I looked for Jim people. Shockey for a week. Couldn't find him. <laughs> uh, you actually went up there and went sturgeon fishing, and you were successful. Cross that off your bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right there. Tell us about it. Actually, went out on the Fraser River. And, Can you uh, tell the story? It's getting kind of long. It, <laughs> we got we got to save on time here. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> actually, I uh, went out on the Fraser River and uh, fishing in this one hole, uh, caught a 175 pound. Six foot one inch sturgeon. That is amazing. Now, how old they would guess, that sturgeon be? They no, guess it to be about uh, fifty to sixty years old. Now, I don't know how they you go by tell. dental records or what do you do? I, they don't have teeth. I know. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah. By the number of times their vacuum mouth the, was serviced, I guess their mouth know. is actually like on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Their, and it's really it, their head. Kind of telescopes too. It's really kind of yeah. funny. their lips, if you will. I guess kind of like a little bag. Yeah. It goes down and just sucks off the bottom. Yeah. Bottom feeder. Yeah, it, it, is. it is. Yeah, bottom feeder. So what do you do? You snag it? No, no. Actually, it uh, it, it was. Uh, eating, I don't know that much about sturgeon. A, a uh, actually a sea lamprey. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, an eel is what he bit on and uh, sucked it in. Set the hook and uh, twenty five minutes later had a fish at the boat. That's amazing. Yeah, the it, week, week before in the same hole. Same hole. Eleven hundred pounder was caught. That's about massive. fourteen foot long. Yeah. And uh, that's like uh, reeling in a Volkswagen. It was. You it know? was actually a hard pull. Though. Twenty-five minutes. My arms ache for two days after I did that. 
Uh, How long did they have to fight that 1,100-pounder? About five and a half hours. I would have given up. I would have retired. I think what they did is kind of took turns to people on the boat, you know, because, I mean, I I fought the fish from start to finish. But uh, I would have told that ache. I would have told that guy he's not a man. Do this yourself! (laughs) Come on! (laughs) I would have strapped to the back of the boat. This ain't no pity party. Yeah. Anyhow, a couple days later, I went up on another river, an unnamed river, and uh, caught bull trout. And that was uh, a couple of items on my bucket list to get a sturgeon and bull trout. No one cares about the bull trout. Sturgeon, though, quite impressive. Now, the bull trout was on a fly rod. Yeah, bull trout was on a fly rod. And, of course, the other one was on... A, a, actually, a, a saltwater fishing rod and reel. Yeah, 150 pound test. 150 pound test. And it, mm-hmm. it's, I thought that if I would possibly if I pull too hard, break it. The guy said, don't worry about that. It's got a lot of, a lot of tensile strength, but nevertheless. Uh, yeah, that's like fishing with rope. That's what, seriously. It was. I should have done a hand over hand with that. Just wrap it around your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our front lines are now open at 785-846-7647. And we are being joined by the pro walleye angler, best walleye angler in the world. That is Mr. Tommy Scarless. How's it going, buddy? Well, it's going pretty good realizing that you only know one walleye pro track. <laughs> <laughs> He's that's, not a cheater. That's a sad commentary on life, isn't it? <laughs> but, you know, I mean, walleye fishing, I mean, this is a very tough sport walleye fishing is. Well, you know, walleyes are a little bit different. We really have to uh, work a little bit differently than, say, like a bass angler or a yeah. crappie angler. And what I mean by that is, I mean, you know, with with bass fishing, and don't get me wrong, a lot of these bass anglers really know their electronics and really know their fish. Yeah. Um, but with walleyes, you know, we're working with suspended fish. We're working with moving fish. They're mm-hmm. very nomadic. Yeah. Bass will move, but they'll slide from three and a half feet to four and a half feet. Walleyes mm-hmm. will move. They'll go three and a half miles. And, <laughs> you know, it's really important to, you know, I run Hummingbird Electronics, and it's really important for me to pay attention to what's going on both on the regular LCD screen and now with side imaging and down imaging. Yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I can That's read, amazing. Weeds, read around rocks and find mm-hmm. those fish that I need with that. And Now, I get a silly question for you. You know, you, with all the new technology, Tommy, and everything else, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you went off of instinct, correct? Now you've got all this technology. Do you find yourself... Is it any easier? ...finding people getting more caught up with their technology than actually getting out there and hitting the water? Uh, I'm going to address this from two different angles. Okay. First thing where technology has made this easier, you take like, I run an Evernude E-Tech. Yeah. And, you know, E-Tech stands for very, very engineered technology, or I don't know what it stands for, but I'm just saying that. But it <laughs> sounded really darn smart. good. <laughs> but no, with my Evernude E-Tech, <laughs> I can go out, I, I, I rely on that motor to troll with my big motor, and the spark plugs don't get carved up. Yeah. It doesn't bog it down to where you do that with an old motor, uh, four-stroke, anything like that, you're going to follow a lot of plugs, yeah. and you're going to have some issues. Now, on the other side of the coin... You know, I mean, we, we've got AquaViews, which are underwater cameras. Yeah. If you're playing with that camera and looking at it too much and you're not fishing enough, mm-hmm. or you're playing with your electronics and dialing in all the knobs and the buzzes, buzz, whistles and all that stuff, yeah, you're not going to be getting full benefit. In fact, that technology will hinder you. But exactly. Where, where that camera comes in handy is I'm catching fish. I can't figure out what's different. And... I put down that camera, and that little bit of fuzz that I noticed on my electronics is sand grass. Oh! And then I find that sand grass next to gravel and realize wow. that the walleyes are cruising the edge of that sand grass, and they're they're picking off the, the, the log perch or the, the other minnows as they swim out of the sand grass. Mm. So then what we just do is we drive around until we notice that clutter being gone on our graph, or we put the camera down and drift or make you know slow trolls with the camera lens in the water, and then as soon as you find that sand grass, sand pattern, mm-hmm. then you drop your jig down or your lures down, you start fishing again. So it can really be a huge asset. It yeah. can be that missing piece of the equation. Yeah. Now, now speaking of missing pieces, uh, you have got uh, now, with the temperature being as hot as it's been this summer, I mean, it's uh, Satan left Kansas a while ago, so I who's stoking the fires. But uh, you're going to have a thermocline that's actually going to uh, uh, inhibit your, your fishing in some places, isn't it? It's going to change it. And that, you know, that's where it's very important to learn how to fish deeper. Um, we're, we're trolling a lot of the times for walleyes, and we're using a new thing from offshore called the tadpole, which is a diving weight. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to let out a two-ounce weight 150 feet. You can let a tadpole out 50 feet. And, you know, I'm, I'm, the numbers are off. Don't hold me to that. I do a lot of things. By <laughs> no, this is hold. verbatim. <laughs> yeah. But in situations like that, you just got to find those fish will be hanging out near the thermal climb. When we go to reservoirs, Across the Midwest, especially like uh, Bull Shoals down in Arkansas, mm-hmm. first place I stop is the dive shop. Mm. And I hang around, and 
uh, you know, if there's a lot of cars in the parking lot, you go into where they sell diving equipment, you talk to the guys, where, where are you seeing the walleye at? Mm-hmm. Well, the thermal climbs right at about 32 foot right now, and if you find it where it intersects with flooded eucalyptus trees, <laughs> you get a well, kangaroo. Sounds like, sounds, sounds like it's time to get out the aqua view. <laughs> there you go. Well, with that, we're going to leave it. We've been talking with Tommy Scarlett. He's talking about now is the time to get out there, catch some of those great walleye, and of course, uh, follow him on the tournament trail. That's right. And tell me, hey, where can we find you online, buddy? We need to hook up with you. Well, if you want to find me online, the best place to do it, evanroot.com. And then I've also got a little thing that's a fun thing that we're, I'm doing with a couple other gentlemen. It's called Wild Four Outdoors. That's right. Phantom on Facebook. I've been seeing you and your son out there been uh, picking berries. Yeah, and we're, me and Jake and Nick are going to go fishing for bluegills tomorrow. Oh, Ooh, sounds like Get lunch. out of my way. <laughs> there you go. That's right. For the revolution, we're brought to you by Ram Trucks. At RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus N-R-A blog at N-R-A blog.com. Mr. Tommy, as always, buddy, the walleye champ, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us. Appreciate it, buddy. You guys are the best. Alrighty. Hey, coming up next, we've got Chance Orth, the unpro guy. He hates my goatee. He I don't know what his problem is. He hates goats. He smells like I a go goat. I'll go milk a goat, Chance. Alright, stick around. Unpro's coming up next, right here on The Rev. The Revolution. Federal Premium Ammunition introduces the most complete big game bullet. The Trophy Bonded Tip Bullet features flatter trajectories, improved accuracy, and bone-crushing performance. In the field, on the range, every shot counts. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. No, no, we were born like this. Here's the boys. You're back on the air with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. Trav, we've been talking this week about mid to late season summer fishing tactics. That's right. A lot of good things have happened. Uh, beginning of the show, we had old Cat Daddy. Then we heard from old Babe Winkleman talking about Lyme disease. Everybody needs to be very careful. Make sure you have you off with you. I like um, raspberry. Yeah, you do, Jimbo. Plus, Steve Naz, uh, Tommy <laughs> Scarless, whatever. And now we're being joined by Chance Orth in the wrap-up. Mr. Unpro himself. How's it going, buddy? That's right. Everything's going great. How about you all? Pretty good. Now, this is the perfect way to wrap things up. We had a bunch of drivel earlier. Yeah. A bunch of hooligans talking nonsense. Since now we got the man. On the Fourth of July, they call it the grand finale. <laughs> That's right. This is the grand finale. We're ending it unpro style. Uh, what is shaking up there in Wisconsin? And this actually, time we're of year? talking to the grand pooba. Of- you know, my my poor girl got Lyme's disease. Did she? Re- Why'd you give it to After her? After our trip on Namakagan, <laughs> the one yeah, you just went on really a couple did. weeks ago. Really? That yeah, is no, terrible. I, and I thought she was faking. It was like. You know, we she had a few drinks the night before, and she woke up all achy. And I said, you know, I think the using Occam's razor easiest explanation <laughs> is probably the right one. You're hungover. <laughs> but and, really, and she, she she didn't forgive me for not believing her. But it turns out she had lines. Did she have the typical like um, target? She didn't get the bullseye. The doctor told her that only about twenty five percent of people. Show the distinctive bullseye marking. Well, you know, they said it really feels like you got the flu. You're achy, you're queasy, you're sore everywhere. Is that the symptom she was feeling? That was exactly it. But in addition, like just a crippling headaches as well. Really? Ah. So I guess that was the one where doctors said, if you've been bitten by a tick recently and you're feeling this way, there's almost no question about it. Well, you know what we found out earlier in the show is that um, this is actually mainly um, contracted from the white-footed mouse. Yeah. Is that right? The white-footed mouse actually carries the Lyme disease. The ticks get on it. 
and then they in, get infected with it, and then they jump on you. Yeah, isn't that nuts? So we don't have a tick problem. We got a mouse problem. You know, well, we need to start laying some traps. Well, I think we need to start just getting a whole bunch of stray cats and yeah. turning them loose in the woods. <laughs> feral cats. We talked about feral cats one time. <laughs> yes, we did. So now let's get. Uh, please give our condolences to uh, your your beautiful <laughs> girl. Being a drama queen is all. <laughs> <laughs> you know why couldn't old old Orion get it? Yeah. You know, seriously. Yeah, I know that man yeah. deserves. If there's one man in the whole world that deserves Lyme disease, it's Orion. But <laughs> <laughs> and he could just top his way through it too. You know, yeah, suck it up, boy. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is some good uh, late fishing patterns you got going on up there right now, buddy? Oh, we've been having a blast. Us Umpro boys have been having a blast. We the uh, weekend before last, we uh, put together a raft. I was telling you we were going to yes. do it, a whole Huck Finn style raft. Uh, how'd that go? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I said, if anything, it was just not dangerous enough for our taste. Nobody drowned. It was terrible. <laughs> we made too. We made too good a raft. We lost some chairs. <laughs> I think. Somebody lost a fishing pole. I mean, you know, there's some property loss, but <laughs> no bloodshed, certainly. They're like the Norm uh, Abrams on the water. They can build it. anything. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it was it was a spectacularly good time. Did you so fish off it? Down, yeah. Did you that? Did you fish off it? Yeah, we did. Um, we did really well too. We're coming down the confluence of the Red Cedar River up here, which is a super green. Aljul River with a lot of farm runoff and stuff, but it's just chock full of smallies. Yeah. And then, uh, so we caught some nice smallies on, on the Red Cedar, and then we camped down on the confluence of the, that river and the Chippewa, which is the main river flowing to Eau Claire uh, City. And uh, we just laid into them all that day and that night, fishing crawlers from the bank. Really? Wow. That's simple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nothing what, could be easier. And for dog days, I mean, it's my always my first recommendation. Unless you're a super savvy fisherman that wants to run through uh, special operations and tactics, <laughs> <laughs> you go out there with a, a lead sinker and a night crawler, and you're going to catch fish every time. Yeah, now the thing is, uh, did you, what'd you do with the raft? I mean, did you patent it, and you're going to make those and sell them, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I could. You know, we spent... $20 on this raft. Uh-oh. Four-man raft with four barrels that used to hold Coca-Cola syrup. Ooh. <laughs> and a couple of picnic tables somebody was giving away in their driveway. <laughs> you know, it's a 20 that was your <laughs> that was your raft. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was our raft. It would be hard to patent. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'd be willing to sell mine, at least, if anybody's in the market. I'm really surprised that the Umpro Boys had that much ambition. Yeah. I thought you guys were a little more lethargic <laughs> than that. <laughs> Well, it's true. No, I couldn't get any of them to help me. I, I need to call in our auxiliary members. Oh, that's Jimmy. Uh, yeah, that, well, the, he yeah. made me a full-fledged, after after the sturgeon, he made me a full-fledged yeah, member. Yeah, you begged and pleaded. No, not you. Yeah, I, you, <laughs> you've been blooded in. <laughs> but, uh, but Charlie Kennedy, the guy that you see on our Facebook page, toting a big old Bowie knife. Yeah. Uh, he earned his stripes <laughs> that weekend by uh, by putting our raft together, helping me gather materials and throw that together. Meanwhile, Orion and Wiggs are napping on the couch. Nah, <laughs> typical, typical. You know, they get they get a little uh, authority under their belt. Yeah, and they think they don't have to do anything. I tell you, they are lazy, but I, I wouldn't like them any other way. <laughs> Now, all right, uh, we're, we're coming up here in an ad break in a couple minutes, Chance. Now, l let's say if you could pick out one spot this weekend to go to and a bait, uh, what would it be? Ooh, well, <laughs> you know, my tackle choices are limited, <laughs> I, and, my <laughs> and my techniques are, too. Uh, but I, that's I'm the a river man, and that's where I think the fishing is. The cooler water, definitely the cooler water um, up here is to be found in the rivers. I take mm -hmm. my Eau Claire River, my Chippewa River, the the beautiful flambeau up north, cast for smallies and muskies all day long with my MEPS number four. Yeah, you no one ever would have thought that your uh your tackle would have been limited after hearing you built your own boat out yeah. of fifty five gallon barrels and, <laughs> and uh two picnic tables. And two picnic tables. I, I you went all out on that design. Yeah. <laughs> so we're coming up with an ad break chance. If we want to find out more about Unpro, perhaps get your blueprints for this boat, get some fishing tips. 
Uh, where can we find you guys online? Oh, and you do want to learn more about Umpro. Yeah, check us out at www.umprofishing.com for all our videos. Our Twitter handle is also Unprofishing, and if you want to like us on Facebook, it's the Unprofessional Fisherman. And for what twenty bucks, you can get like an auxiliary membership, I think, for six <laughs> months. So there's fifteen, fifteen oh, this week only. It's a special. You have okay. to change it and call it a kicker membership, like a start a starter package. That's it. Fourteen ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Check him out at Unprofishing.com. Just Google him. That's an easy way to do it. But uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and uh, NRA Blog at NRAblog.com plus NBC Sports Outdoors. That's NBCSports.com forward slash outdoors. Mr. Chance, as always, buddy, you're always welcome back. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm going to take you up on that, Drev. <laughs> you can hide in his beard. Hey, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Along with uh, many other critters, I'm sure. <laughs> he has the creepy crawlies. Sometimes you can tell a lot about a horse by what it's named. Like its color. It might be blacky or roany or buck. A name can have something to do with a horse's temperament or its disposition. Like wild man or roller or bad bob. Yeah, the name of a horse is sometimes the name of his game. It's kind of like driving a Ram truck. That name means something. It means you know the value of dust, sweat, and pride. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. The Ruger American Rifle, an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp and user-adjustable 3-5 to pound trigger pull. A flush-fit 4-round rotary magazine for smooth and reliable feeding. And a 3-lug bolt with 70-degree throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. The Ruger American Rifle, another American-made product from Ruger. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 405 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Maneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Cat Daddy, Babe Winkleman, Steve Finesse, Tommy Scarless, and Chance Worth. Hey, coming up next, we got The Revolution. Man, you guys and gals are going to want to stay tuned because we are talking about antelope hunting, the pronghorn. It's going to be a great show. So we are Jim and Trev. And stick around because your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Get out, go fishing, barbecue something. We love you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.